Hello, everybody. Another great episode of The Boys Are Us. Today, we're bringing back an all-time favorite. Clearly, all of you listeners like him and like having him on the show. So, without further ado, Stephen Magdaleno. How are we doing, Steve? I'm doing well, doing well. How about you? Well... With all this weather, all this rain, I'm saying I'm happy. The earth needed this, needed a little, you know, revitalization. So, this episode, a little bit different. We know Steven now a little bit. We know what he's about, what he loves to do. So, today we're starting with young baby Steve. How did young Steve grow and what sports did young Steve play as a child? So, you know, growing up, I came into a soccer family. Uh, my father was a semi-pro player, traveled wow. the world doing all that wow. fun jazz. So, you know, he kind of wanted, you know, all of us kids that he had. So, you know, I have three older siblings. So each one of us played soccer growing up from, I don't know, for myself, I started playing age three. And, you know, I can probably say about the same for all my siblings. So yeah. that was just kind of. Every single weekend. So you're just fresh out the womb, little bebe. It's like, all right, get them on the field, get them on the pitch. Yep, we got my Adidas whole fit, you know, growing up. Always, always Adidas. I still have uh, some sweats that my brother used to wear in the 90s that I I still wear to this day. To this day. And they still fit. They still fit. From when you were a small bebe to now. From when my brother was oh, a little older, so they they, older. they, they were my okay. older brother's oh, sweat, so you know yeah. they they've been passed oh, down, right. you know, for a little while now. Yeah. No, I completely understand. And with all that being said, what was your favorite sport besides soccer growing up? Because I know you played another sport and you were really passionate about. It was also baseball. Baseball. So I was also one of those big baseball guys, you know, yes, played that for, that's what I remember. for eight years or something like that. So, you know, I got some time under my belt. Yeah, just <laughs> a little bit. I mean, you were really talented at soccer, baseball, water polo, you know, but now I'm just curious, you know, looking back on everything, if you had to choose, you know, one sport to like specialize in from a young age and just stay with it the whole time through, what do you think it would have been? Probably would have been soccer. Soccer. I, I, I ultimately okay. think that is where, you know, I had a lot more opportunities yeah. from, you know, just based off of the people that I knew growing up yeah. from my father. Okay, so, you know, exactly. He, he had been in it, I don't know, my father, my father was born at some point in the 60s, so yeah. you know, he had been doing it from some point in the you know, early 70s on and, okay. you know, all the people that even he still knows now or, you know, all people that saw me growing up, even going to his weekend games, you know, as okay. a little kid and wow. hanging out there. Were you, you excited, know. like, seeing your dad play? It, it was a cool experience, you know, maybe yeah. it would have been better to see him, you know, at the point when he was traveling to, you know, Europe and doing uh, all that fun stuff. I understand. But, you know, I still I got the point of, you know, seeing my dad still play with his old teammates from that point in his yeah. life. That's pretty cool to see, you know, your dad, someone you're, you know, you were born after them, like you're born in almost in their image and for you to go out and see like, wow, like this is something I could even do. Like this is in my potential. And, you know, a lot of times what will happen is when a father is incredible at something, the son 
tries to do the same thing, but oftentimes can't do it as well. Yeah. And their whole life, they're just trying to be, I'm better than my dad, I'm better than my dad. And that's why I think it's brilliant, you know, you branching out, focusing on coaching, things like that, so that you can make your own way yeah. in the world and not have to be in someone else's shadow. Yeah, that, that was like a big thing was, you know, finding something different where, you know, I can have a point where I brought myself to that. Yeah. So, you know, oh, I, I, you know, growing up, it was always like, oh, you know, I would go places and then like, oh, you're so-and-so's little brother. Oh, yeah. you know, you're so-and-so's son, you yeah. know, now in the water polo world, yeah. I, I, I don't go places and yeah. hear that anymore. You know, you hear, oh, like, hey, it's Steven. Exactly. It's Big you know, Steve. I, I'm yeah. known by like myself for, you. you know, the things that I've done to You've get done. me to the See? point where I'm at. Yeah, now. that's brilliant. And, you know, I mean. As much as it might have been difficult maybe to not follow through with soccer, it's like everything happens for a reason and you're really getting to see now you're earning your own respect, your own way, yes. and you don't have to just be referred to as, oh, the son of. Yeah, exactly. That, exactly. That's kind of like one big thing, you know, I, I just was getting tired of it. Yeah, I so. completely understand. I mean, me personally, like my father's an engineer. You know, I'm very different from that. That mm. that had never been my aspiration. So from the jump, you know, I was never in competition yeah. with, you know, being a better engineer or better at school or anything. I was always focused on my path and what I wanted to do. And, you know, now that you're seeing that when you do that, the results are actually starting to flow much quicker because people can tell, like, not only are you authentic because you care, but you're, you're passionate and you yeah. want to get better and you want to improve. And everyone understands these things so well to the point that now your name is in rooms where you never thought it would be. Yeah. And you're getting conversations you never thought you'd be a part of. Not at all. Like a lot of people that I've met now and, you know, like the past year, I never thought I would, you know, have those conversations with those people or, exactly. you know, even have any sort of like outside communication with them as well. Exactly. Exactly. And this kind of goes into you know the next thing we were talking about and you know a big part of your water polo connections coaching recently got you the opportunity to do um so yeah so this past uh monday to wednesday um i had the opportunity to work a three-day clinic with my old coach Brilliant. uh two-time olympian and then from there as kind of like a little you know mixed together with another club uh i had met some people from Barcelona, so some international wow. coaches. So Yeah, you're wearing the jacket right now. All I can say is it's brilliant. B-I-W-P-A, Barcelona International Water Polo Academy. Yep. That's I, what it is. I, it's so cool. I had the chance to, you know, meet two of those coaches from that program. Um, you know, they're, they're coming out here uh, for the first time in a little while because of COVID. So, you know, that stopped them from doing their annual trips and things like that. Um, just to kind of, you know, network in with them. And even also I met the head coach of Cal State Long Beach. Um, so, you know, he was also helping out there. So, you know, definitely a lot of different networking opportunities to come from those points and, you know, opportunities to set up stuff where, you know, maybe I can have them, you know, out in Utah for a clinic or, you know, maybe even take the kids that I coach or even the master's team that I'm a part of, you know, get them out there for a nice little training trip or something like that, just to get some new experiences for these kids and, you know, definitely throw something good onto a lot of people's resumes if they're trying to make it yeah. you know, a little bit further in their careers. Most definitely. And 
what what I'm hearing is you are really, you know, forward thinking. You're looking at what the future holds and that's what you need to be great. Yeah. You can't be focused on okay, what what's today going to be? No, you need to be thinking weeks, months in advance. Exactly. And once you're able to have that way of forward thinking, you're able to kind of shape how the future will look. You have a lot more control in the future if you're the one writing it. Yes, most and, definitely. And w- what that means is, as long as you're ambitious and you're doing something you love, there's nothing that can stop you. And that's exactly. a fact. And that's a fact. And, you know, all of this, I'm just curious. What what was, like, your favorite part of coaching with these high-level international coaches, players? Um, I think the best part of it is just being able to pick their brains. You know, they're a lot more high level. They've been doing it for a little bit longer than I have. And they have that experience, you know, not only we call a professional, they're a professional player, professional player and coach. Um, so, you know, being able to see through the minds, uh, you know, I'm used to, you know, the typical, you know, California, you know, American style water polo, but seeing the international aspect of it and having them explain, you know, the differences of what they learn over there in Europe, you know, versus what we learn here and things like that. So I had a lot of conversations where they're like, this is a, this is an American thing, right? This is more American. I'm like, yeah. And so they were just kind of like trying to also understand the American, the American aspect of water polo and, you know, how we explain things to them and stuff like that. So it, it was very cool to see, you know, how, you know, a simple drill that we can explain here they're doing it completely opposite over there. And was it able, or were you and the other coaches able to kind of like translate the European version into how the American version would be, or? Hey, what's a vortex? Well, a vortex, young fella, is actually a swim team. We're located out here in Long Beach. Also coming in summer, we'll be in Lakewood. We have multiple locations, multiple things happening. Make sure to come on by, check out Vortex Swim. Vortex Swim, a positive swimming experience. Um, yeah, they, they were trying to find, you know, kind of like the happy medium. So okay. the, the coaches from Barcelona are doing their best to, you know, explain it, you know, in a more simple, a simplified way. Yeah. You know, Did they have like a thick accent as well? Oh, a hundred percent. So, wow. you know, some of the so kids... you had to like work on, Oh, it's your second language that you're coaching. In. Yeah. That's a much bigger challenge. I never thought about that. So I was like, I was, you know, participating all around between the goalies and a little bit here and there with the field players. Um, and so when I was out with the field players and the goal, you know, just filling in that spot as a goalie for them, um, you know, they were explaining stuff to them and some of the kids kind of seemed a little lost. So, you know, that's where I just, you know, took the initiative and I was like, hey guys, you know, this is exactly what they're looking to get out of you. You know, go ahead and set yourself up in this way. Um, And, you know, this is, this is what he wants you to do. And, you know, I look back. You are fluent in in Spanish. In Spanish, yeah. So So you were able to really be a kind of like bridge from how they're trying to get it out there to, you know, what the English version of what these top. Harvard Westlake, modern day Newport kids need to hear. Yeah, so you know, they, okay. they were there's some things that they would be speaking in English, but then like there's that one word, you know, that they didn't know how to translate it. And so, you know, I would just, you know, just take over and just be like, you know, this is what they're looking for, this is what they're trying to say to you guys. And then from there all the kids were like, Oh, okay, you know, this makes a lot more sense to yeah, us now. Exactly. Hey, 
that's brilliant you know like being the connector of people it's a sometimes overlooked job you know a translator or something but nothing could be done without them yeah you know what i mean and the fact that you're able to use two languages and you know a coach in that way i mean have you ever coached speaking spanish uh no it's not a very common thing for me to run across a kid who only speaks spanish okay so you Fair know enough. maybe if i were because utah's different yeah, you're right utah, i'm not i'm not coming in you know seeing that very often I, i've yeah. had conversations Interesting. where that is, um, yeah. where parents have come in and they only speak spanish so you know i would okay. have someone walk up to me hey steven you know they only speak spanish yeah. can you go ahead and help me out here okay. so i'll go okay. and i'll explain kind of like the whole program and everything behind it and kind of what we do and mm -hmm. if they're an entry-level player you okay. know just kind of what we look for uh -huh. you know making sure that they can swim and things like that and okay just kind of like safety passing yeah. and yeah. you know shooting Basics. egg beater and yeah. things like that and just okay. very simple stuff but i've never gone into like full detail like running a whole practice, practice explaining everything. Do you so, think you could? Do you think you'd have the ability? Uh, I would probably have to work on certain bit. terminology. Okay, uh, like what it. translates, you know, yeah, over what, the hips. Yeah. Like, there, oh, there, shot There's block, a lot of different things that drop, can come from different places. Help, so, you know, yeah. I could, you know, I could go down to Mexico and it could be one thing, but then, you yeah. know, I could go to like El Salvador and the, something that I say in Mexico could, you know, be something completely opposite there. Yeah, you're so right. So there, yeah. there are certain things that I just say, hey, you know, how would you explain this to them or, yeah. you know, whatever. And if it's the same, cool, I'll go ahead and say the same thing. If yeah. not, you know, I'll kind of explain it how they explain it to their kids. Okay. I mean, all I can say is, you know, knowing more than one language is a more value than it could ever be said to your life overall. When you can speak Spanish and you can translate to English all in your own head and do these kinds of things like with jesus you nate other people like that it's like you don't realize how how valuable that can really be yeah you can go to another country completely i mean i can pick up random things in a sentence but i cannot conversate yeah you know what i mean and you know maybe i am you know excellent in English as far as it was the only language I was taught so mm -hmm. I know the ins and outs of grammar spelling those kinds of things but I can only know one language yeah. you know and the value of knowing that second language is it's so important and people need to like you know give that more attention I really I really do um, but most definitely this um, idea of language psychology speaking you know, leads us into, you know, the next kind of topic, which is the Netflix show, You. Yes, that is a, a very interesting show. So for those of you that have not heard about it, it's kind of like this weird sort of like murder style thing where this guy just fascinates so over these girls good. and, you know, gets to the I point where no idea he, you have to watch. He, he gets so jealous, so easy of girls, even though, like, he could be with one. And then he just, like, fascinates over them so much that he can't imagine them with someone else besides him. And, you know, exactly. like, when he sees exactly. it, he's like, I'm just going to kill you. And I'm just yeah. like, oh, my God. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it, it's definitely one of those things, you know, like, Steven had actually su suggested. I watched it last time he came and we did this interview and everything. I, I listened and all I can say is like I'm already like through 
season two, episode eight. And I mean, I don't know, it's been a week or two since yeah. I've seen it. Like, it's such a good show. And the thing Stevens are, you know, talking about as far as he sees this new girl that he has and he sees the same, you know, things from his ex as well. Yeah, and he has a weird, crazy fixation with these girls. Exactly. And it's kind of like, okay, things like this, it's like you go to a therapist and you talk about, oh, this girl cheated on me or she treated me horribly. This yeah. kind, And it's like through that, you're able to work through these things and not go down the other path like this guy and you did where, like you said, he's like honestly really good looking. He's yeah. charming. He knows what to say. Joe Goldberg. Joe Goldberg or Will, you know, whatever it was. <laughs> and, you know, when he does that, it, it just shows like, okay, like you just got to get yourself right before you're trying to go back out and date or go back yeah. out and see people because the same things are going to happen. The same patterns are going to happen. And then, you know, like our lives obviously are very different. We're not killing people. We're not doing any of this crazy stuff yeah. like Netflix likes to show, but it's the same way. Like you need to like get yourself right, figured out before you're trying to go out and do these <laughs> kinds of things. Cause you're going to have issues. You're going to see things, you know, that your ex used to do in a new girlfriend. It's like, those are not healthy. Those are not the right way of thinking or living. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, the show really illustrates that, you know, even, how we're getting an inside look inside his head, even. Yeah. What he's thinking. You know, some shows, it's like you get the main character's perspective, but you don't get inside their head. Yeah, it, it was actually pretty interesting. I just seen a, a little interview that he did, and he said, for the most part, a lot of the scenes that he did where you do hear those voiceovers, he's just kind of standing there in silence during the filming. So, yeah. you know, they're, they're having all these scenes go. And he's just standing there, you know, having These that looks, moment. Yeah. And he, like, showed some of the clips, and it's just silence. He's staring at the the character that he's with, or, the, you know, the other person that he's yeah. with. And it's just, Having like, this whole conversation just, in his, his head. head. Yeah. It's just, like, and an just awkward there silence. And, looking at it. <laughs> and, that, and even there's times, like, actually, like, in the series where he'll be just staring and looking, and he'll be like, wait, say something. You've been quiet for too long. Because, yeah. like... He's talking to himself incessantly that he forgets that there's other people around. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's it's a very interesting show, and I, I definitely highly recommend, you know, if you guys get the moment to at least just, you know, go watch a few episodes. You know, if you don't like it, don't keep watching it. But if it's something that you guys actually enjoy, I would say watch it all the way through to season three. And, you know, you're definitely going to be sitting on the edge of your seat or laying in some random way on your bed if that's how you watch it. It's just one of those shows that always keeps you thinking about what can happen next. Exactly. And, and I mean, you suggesting this show to me. I mean, obviously, there's, you know, you get, oh, what show should I watch? Oh, The Office. Yeah. Oh, I've never heard that one before. The fr in my... Friends? You want to watch Friends? Friends, really? Oh, oh, what about um getting coffee with Seinfeld? <laughs> Let's go, let's go get some coffee with Mr. Sinfeld. You know, why not? You know, um, but this suggestion completely blew me away because it was one of those I just would skip past on Netflix. I was like, oh, it's about this like crazy stalker. Like, why would I want to watch that? But yeah. watching it, you're like, holy shit. There's so much more that's going on. <laughs> really inside his head, inside, um, the relationships inside of all these things and you're like realizing like okay 
That's what happens when someone gets heartbroken and hurt and doesn't handle it the right way. Yeah, so I mean, even in the show, it goes through, you know, like, parts of, you know, him growing up and his childhood and things like that. And, you know, it's just like those little flashback moments that just kind of show you kind of why he has that sort of fixation behind a lot of the stuff. And, you know, things that had happened in his childhood are still haunting him to this day. And, you know, those are part of those awkward, silent moments in the show where Mm -hmm. he's just talking to himself in the head and he just, like, has those flashbacks that just, like, put him into the moment of, you know, wherever he's at. Uh And, And that's, like, what a part of, like, therapy really helps with, you know. Reliving these things over and over is very traumatic and it's, like, you have to bring them up in a positive way where you're able to fully see what happened mm-hmm. so that you can actually file it away and it'll safely be there and you won't have to keep revisiting this in random flashbacks here and there. Yeah. It's a really big part of psychology therapy, all these things. And, you know, how this self-talk that he has, it's just, it's horrible. Like, it's always like, oh no, she's gonna cheat or oh no, it's always negative. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't know if I've told you, have you heard of the law of attraction? I have, yes. So the law, it's like all these horrible things happen because he's putting himself in this cycle of just negativity and and thinking any of these situations are going to go wrong. Yeah. Because what happens? They go wrong. It's definitely like a huge like a psychology show as well. So you can I love psych, so that's why I'm so into it. You can look into the whole mental aspect of it and you know, for those who go to school and are, you know, learning psychology and other things like that and understanding, you know, this human behavior that he has and you're just kind of like, this guy's insane. Yeah, there, there's some people, you know, that, you know, get these big gigs and things like that and, you know, it's huge for their career, but in the long run, they face so many different difficulties in the yes, real world yes. because they have to play this character and then from there, sometimes wow. it just overtakes their personality and then from you know just bad things start to happen from that point for them and you know you just see the decline of them yeah no i i think you really cracked the code on something you know a lot of times you see the celebrities are always the ones getting in trouble having these addictions having these issues with their families with their kids with their spouses and you know what that shows is yeah this acting is really taking a toll on your mental state overall you know yeah for me like like for you this podcast we got to be ourselves we're not trying to be something we're not exactly so it's easy it's a conversation we're catching up we're having a good time but right now we're comfortable being ourselves we're just sitting here we're chilling minding our own business just hanging out as the two friends that we are yeah literally and well with all the you know thousands and thousands and thousands and you know, soon to be millions of viewers with the, with the podcast, mm-hmm. obviously. It's like they're all here. Yeah. They all get a front row, like, crisscross applesauce. They get, they get apple the insight to our lives and the yeah. things that we do. Yeah, I mean, they have to sit on the, the floor. Like, we're, <laughs> we get the chairs, obviously. But, like, the thing is, it's building this community. It's building, you know, viewers. It's building guests. It's having guests return because the viewers like the guests so much. Yeah. All of these different things... You know, um, it really, it really means a lot that you were able to come back, do this again. I, I appreciate the invite back to do this. You know, I, I really enjoyed the last one and, you know, I hope that you guys as the viewers also enjoyed, you know, just getting a little bit more insight to, you know. Clearly you did enjoy it. The, the numbers were off the charts. 
but go on. You know, it, it's it's always nice to be able to come back. You know, I'm not here all the time, so it's yeah. not like I can just you know drive down the road and yeah. you know here I am. Utah's a little bit further little, from little, Long Beach. A little further away. Yeah. But, you know, I, I get to come here and enjoy, you know, this time with you. You know, yeah. off the podcast, on hanging the podcast, you know, yeah. just hanging out like yeah. it used to be in the days. Like know, it used to high be back in college. The, you know, and I mean, I, like I think I said this on the last podcast, but for whatever reason, we've, we've always stayed really connected. And now it's such that we're in business together so it's like a for life kind of thing yeah so i i'm i wouldn't be happier to share with anyone else you know like your loyalty is truly everything to me and that's why i continue to have you on here and i continue to bring you on as part of my business and all these other different things so again boys are us we're very very honored to have steve magdaleno back we hope we hope he'll be back one more time before he leaves. Maybe two. But who knows? Whatever happens, happens. Yeah, we'll any any little bit last advice for our listeners? Um, you know, don't be scared to, you know, try that new opportunity in life. You know, don't think that it can ruin something for you when it can open, you know, a million more doors. So always be happy with things that you try. Even if, you know, you fail the first time, don't be scared to get back up and try it again. Yeah. And and I completely agree with that. You know, if something doesn't go exactly how you wanted or hoped, that outcome will lead to the eventual destination. You have to just understand that you just keep pushing. Like you said, you have to not give up, not give in because... The only one at the end of the day who's going to be there is you. Yep. And always, you always pushing. put yourself first. Always. So and it's know. not a selfish thing. It's the only way you can be a great effect to others is to be right with yourself. And I mean, that's something I completely like it transformed my life over COVID. You know, mm-hmm. I realized like, oh, like you can't be a people pleaser. You can't be doing all these. Like you have to be set with who you are. Well, you know, it, it was one of those things, you know, growing up. I had a lot of people, you know, with doubts on me and things like that. Yeah. And, you know, I can now go back to them to this day and be like, look, you know, remember what you were saying about me? Remember, yep. you know, how you said I would never be anything or make it anywhere? You know, look at the stuff that I'm doing now. Look, look at and me you're now. still doing the same thing yeah. or even less. Yeah. So, you know, I'm yeah. happy that you had, you know, your two cents to say to me. But, but you know, look, go now, ahead and uh, give me and my I'm McDonald's only, order. And, <laughs> only, and, and that's the problem. Like, we're only getting started. You know, like I, I was looking like, oh, Jeff Bezos, how, what was he doing when he was 23? What were the, it's like 23, 24, whatever. They, they were literally like working at like McDonald's. They were not even working on their companies yet. And you and I, like the shit we're doing now, it's like, oh, take a step back. We're only 23. We're only 24. Yeah. Pat ourselves on the back. Be proud of where we have gotten and how much more we're going to accomplish. We're so young and there's so much more to do. And that's why, you know, having you, you know, Corey, Ben, with all these, you know, similar mindsets is good for the podcast and good for, you know, us overall as a whole. Again, thank you, Steven. Really appreciate having you. We hope to see you soon. And boys are us, signing off. Take care, everyone.